You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. What if Back to the Future was like, what if Marty was from 2005 or something and it was like a bunch of like Skrillex like trance tunes or something <laughs> that he started doing? Wiki, 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 did you ever wah, see that video? Wah, wah, no. Oh, it's awesome. It's all, it's like a funny or die kind of thing. Somebody did a fan trailer recently for like a Back to the Future 4. Cool story. Using um, pre-existing so, footage. Yeah. Uh, and it got people excited. Like, oh, I want it. No. It's, no. It, 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 there's no way it could be Please that. don't. I'm so glad. Michael J. Fox is like... Well, like a paint shaker right now. Yeah, but they could do the Carrie Fisher treatment on him, right? Just Where get he him just a, wears a, a white robe and is like hope. We just no, no. <laughs> we just get his likeness, uh-huh. and then uh, we get somebody in a mocap suit. Yeah, who? Or we just remake it. We start over. Do, yeah, but do you want to reboot? You think we could do that? Why but, can't we? Because we're part doing of the fun it with of it. every other franchise. Why is Back to the Future like I know be- hollowed ground? Because they're going to do what Ghostbusters did, and they're going to want to have the it's going to be all women. It's going right. <laughs> well, instead of a why DeLorean, should women be getting paying jobs? Right, Joel. I think they're going to try to find a way to get a DeLorean in, in there, and there's no that doesn't make any sense yeah, anymore. You're right. Or they'll try to do the 2017 version of a DeLorean. What would that be? It would be a jalopy, like a, a hybrid, <laughs> a leaf, 89 jalopy. Yeah, it would totally be a Prius. Yeah, because Doc Brown would it's totally be green. An electric car. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah. Oh, who would you recast as Doc Brown? As Doc Brown? Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Cranston. Martin Short. Oh, dude, that's great. Yes. I like that. What about Michael J? Michael J? Joe Go Lev. Would be Michael Jai White. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Mix, a, yeah, yeah, mix yeah, it yeah. up a little bit. No, it would be. I like uh, yeah, I think Joe Go Lev would be pretty good. Yeah, well, of course. He's like, you made a time machine <laughs> out of a Prius? <laughs> that would be pretty cool yeah, because, you like know what? Idea. In the end, mm-hmm. they, they still use clean energy. To get him back to the, back clean to the future. Yeah. You remember oh, that? Oh, oh. Yeah. Speaking of the 80s. <clears throat> what, now, Star Trek what from year, the 60s. What year would they go to? Like 2100? Uh, I It'd think they would go to enough. 1977. <laughs> Richard Nixon. Why is that? Like 1955 mm-hmm. was where they went to in the first one. Go back to 1977. Oh, I see. Just to Star Wars. Do the th- Ooh, oh, I like that. Yeah. Very good. Or go back to 1985. You know, it's hard to uh, make a back to... It's hard to make a time travel movie. It's so hard to a say goodbye to contemporary time travel movie uh, without addressing 9-11. I feel like the, <laughs> the most you can obvious do it the way thing, Human Giant did. What's that? I've told you this already. Oh, yeah. You mentioned they, that They did time. the bit with the <laughs> Crystal <laughs> Pepsi. To September 10th. <laughs> 2001. And got all and the got Crystal, crystal Pepsi. Pepsi. That's horrible. That's all you could think to do. He's like, yeah, you uh, could see through it. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mm. I don't know. I think Back to the Future is very much doable. In fact, I think, it's ready. I think that we don't send him back to the Old West. No. That was the worst part about it. It's the worst of the trilogy. Yeah, send him to medieval times. Dinner and Ooh. tournament. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. Him, or well, dinosaurs. Or the 1920s. To, Ooh, di- to dinosaurs. Dude, the Roaring Twenties. That'd roaring be great. The Roaring And he has to like team up with Al Capone. And what he does, he grabs Al Capone uh-huh. and puts him in the time machine and then goes around and gets other figures of historical significance. <laughs> So he could do, do his, his book, book report. report. <laughs> I like that. But you get all the worst people from history. Like, can we, can we give Bill and Ted, like, a twisted version of Bill and Ted where, like, they go back and get, like, Hitler. Yeah, Genghis Khan. And Genghis Khan again. Yeah. He's like, again? <laughs> uh, but then, like, Hitler. Mao. And, like, Charles Manson. Lennon. You know, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, John Lennon. John Lennon. <laughs> 
I am the walrus. <laughs> Downey, you're out of your element. I, I, I am the walrus. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Donnie. But how weird would that be if it's like they went and got like the worst people in history? <laughs> I like that. Like that'd be that'd be so weird. You think they'd be cool in uh, during the um, the presentation? Like I, that was one of the things about Bill and Ted that always kind of uh, suddenly they understood. Like, like, hey guys, it's yeah. presentation time. <laughs> exactly. It's time to perform. Exactly. They all hit their cues. all this shit in the mall that we did, where like everybody moments. was doing their thing, and like we getting chased by the cops. Yeah. No. Turns now, out Napoleon's not really a bad guy after all. Yeah. He just wanted to. Uh, just wanted to jazzercise. I know. Oh, no, that park. was uh, that was Joan of Arc. Yeah, that's right. That was what it was. Aww. Oh my I God. like this remake. I do too. The darker. Back to, back to the Tim back to the future's uh, Bill and Ted's bogus journey. <laughs> yeah. Back to the Bill. Back to the Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. You know, speaking of time travel. Oh. Didn't uh, didn't Keanu Reeves do a movie called The Lake House that had stuff to do with like time That's travel? That's right. It's like it was a magical mailbox that he would uh, talk to. <laughs> it's what it was, right? <laughs> he would put letters in, and Sandra Bullock from the future would get his letters, or or was, was he it in that the way? future? I don't remember. And she was in the past. I never saw the movie. I, I just saw remember. the trailer for it. Well, coming soon to an episode of the editing bay. <laughs> Maybe sooner than we think. Add that to the list. That would be uh, that might be worth checking out. Please don't. Well, is, whatever movie we choose next, please let it not be a three-hour-long engagement. Three um, plus, I would or, say, or a five-year engagement starring Jason Segel. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, this was uh, this was a long movie. It's probably why it took us uh, two weeks to finally record this episode. Well, yeah, <laughs> Sarah had a fun idea. She's like, "You guys should never actually talk about Avatar. <laughs> Just keep saying that it's coming up in the next episode. You're going to be coming up. <laughs> It'll be like uh, Jimmy Kimmel's uh, next week. Matt Damon. Apologies yeah, to Matt exactly. Damon. We um, mm. <clears throat> yeah, we we got out of watching this. <laughs> we, I say we. Uh, we got out of talking about this movie uh-huh. like a couple weeks in a row, man. Mm-hmm. Like you had yourself a little wedding reception. Yeah, a little bit, a little something, something to celebrate with the folks. Thanks was, for coming, by the way, guys. Hey, no, it was uh, it was my pleasure. I know it was. We felt bad that we weren't there earlier. It's just that I was car shopping. Are you kidding, dude? I, I didn't expect that many people to be there like on time. I'm so yeah. used to throwing parties. You know, you say like hey seven, but then you know it really kind of means nine. It's uh-huh. not, not until it gets dark. I said that the Padillas couldn't make it. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Well, a lot of people had to back out. Of Some cousins couldn't make it. Uh, Identical cousins. You know what? You know what? All the people that have in common who couldn't make it. Yeah, kids. Oh, so uh, we, we let that be a lesson to you. I know you were the exception that proves the rule, Joe. Um, Got yeah, to meet no, my new was, niece and nephew. It was, it was really nice by marriage. Nice Mm-hmm. By marriage, I got officially added to the ancestry.com, uh, so it's official now, oh, according wow. to her her father. Oh, not Fred. I'm, I'm now. That's right. Fred's a nice guy. Oh, yeah, you know, first name basis we now with there, the uh, in laws. We were sitting there talking about movies, Walt and I, because yeah. uh, that's what happens when you put Walt Throckeld and I together. We just start making movie references. Gotta get him back on the and, podcast. And Sarah just like looks at us and is like, "You guys are nerds." <laughs> you guys are just complete nerds. Well, she's marrying you. Um, Who's the more foolish, the fool or, or the, the fool, fool who follows? marries him? There you go. Um, so, no, we were sitting there talking about movies, and suddenly, you know, this gentleman who was sitting next to me spoke up. He's mm-hmm. like, hi, uh, I'm I'm Fred West. Dude, I'm the father of the bride. And, and he loves like, movies, too. Yeah. And so we sat there, we talked to him a little bit, and started talking about where, he's, where he lives mm-hmm. in South Carolina. I don't remember her mother's name, though. Uh, Debbie. Debbie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Little Debbie. No, Fred was... Fantastic! Yeah, they're awesome and folks. Man. I got point, lucky. He just kind of left. <laughs> I was sitting there talking to Walt, and I look over to my left where he was sitting, and he's gone. I was like, "Oh, we must have bored him or something." And just like a ghost, but uh, really, really nice guy. He's gone. Your photographer was fantastic too, dude. Listen, <laughs> it's a bit of a sore subject. I'd rather not talk. Listen, in this world of iPhones, and we had our little Polaroid camera. Who needs a professional photographer to show up on time? Well, you guys do if you're paying people for it. of the guests that are there. Well, it was kind of an add-on when he it was he a, showed up and he was taking pictures of the cake, <laughs> yeah. and I was like. Um, I saw Jenna's parents getting ready to leave. I was like, 
<laughs> hey, buddy. Maybe. Um, maybe. Yes. You might want to take some pictures of like the bride's family. I it appreciate like you doing that. Yeah. Uh, and then like he took a couple pictures of them, and then went over and started taking pictures of like the stump where your your uh, initials were engraved. <laughs> to be fair, I think he was ordered to do that. So uh, right, but, but I took it upon myself to go. Hey, dude. The bride's family are talking to the bride and groom Look, right now. They're hugging right now. You might want to capture some of these magical moments Laughing. that are happening. Yeah. Oh, so, and he's like, oh, oh, okay, thanks. Well, at least we got our memories, Joe. That's right. Mm-hmm. Or at least All alone about in the moonlight. 10.30 p.m. After that, it was uh, it's kind of a mist. Yeah. Dude, you guys had a, a wonderful slideshow. Oh, thank you. That was you. going on. You guys are so beautiful, both oh, of you. Oh, go on. You're Dude, so you and your lovely looking. bride-to-be. Maybe not, my bri- maybe not me, but my bride-to-be was looking smoking ass hot yeah. at your reception. Yeah. I was like, damn. Turning heads. Who is that? <laughs> I need to go here. Isn't that great when you see your girl like across uh, a crowd, across a crowded room, mm-hmm. and um, the, 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 the lizard part of your brain, the crow magnet part of your brain... Like the just sees like body parts and yeah. meat and, and I'm attracted to I'm this like, oh. female. Th- that kicks in a millisecond before you realize, oh, oh yeah, no, that's my that's my girlfriend my slash wife. Yeah, yeah. We, we're gonna go home together later. So okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go home and make love to my wife. Clue coming soon that's to an right. episode of the editing. maybe maybe yeah yeah it's a good movie. It's a great show. That's a really good. No, it was it was a good time. Thank you, uh, thank you for and coming. We man. appreciate being invited. We love that. Oh, of course, dude. That you guys would include us in such the a, same a wonderful you. event. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm sure it would have been the same. <laughs> I think, and I'm not saying that being self deprecating. I'm pretty sure it would have been the same. You know, you're probably right. I'll give you that. We didn't do. A, you know what though? You wouldn't have professionally taking taken pictures. That's right. Uh, of. Maybe the three or four significant things. Yeah, dude, that I'd have fucking a cake that Andrea made was so cake, good. Cakes. Well, they that had like dozens so good. of those little mini cakes and uh, carved out of wood. Oh, I had a whole cake. What do they call it? Cake stand. Yeah. To which I thought he said cake stand. I got really excited there for a second. <laughs> thought we we're gonna have a cake stand at the uh, the old reception. We could have. We could have still done that. Nah, I'm getting too old for that shit. Ha ha. This is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. My name's Joel. It's where we come to talk about movies. Uh, sometimes they're good movies. Sometimes they're bad movies. No matter what the case, every week we will try to watch a movie and then come back here and talk about it with each other and with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners. And as we stated, this was a movie that um, it, it took us a while to get to this point where we were going to talk about it. Um, and in the uh, in the interest of full transparency, um, one of us watched this movie <laughs> yeah. and one of us didn't. Well, and to be fair... Uh, I'm still about uh, three quarters of the way through it. I'm, I'm, no, you, I, I was you just skimming. finished it before we got skimming it, before, before, we, before yeah, we started recording. I skipped a little bit, but to be honest, I, I've seen this quite a few times. I've only seen it twice. Miraculously, I've only seen it twice. And in theaters, I'm gonna once in the theater. Three. In, in fact, let me tell you the story. Let's about hear this. it. Um, so I was never really excited about Avatar, uh, and I was writing for a site called PopSyndicate.com. Oh yeah. And they would assign us, like, hey, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Well, I ended up getting assigned Avatar because I was the only one available. This is when I was working overnights. Mm-hmm. And so I'd be available during the day to go do this stuff. And so they put me on Avatar. And I knew Avatar was like a three and a half, almost four hour long movie. Mm-hmm. And so I go to the theater. And it's at like, this is like 10 30, 11 o'clock oh, in no, the morning. Oh, no, that's the worst. I like those early screenings for the most part. But for this movie, I was like, oh, my God. So I walk over. And the person with the uh, with the 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 publicist mm-hmm. uh, is going through the list. She's like, "I can't find your name anywhere." Oh no! And I was like, "You know what? <laughs> That's, That's fine. Cool. See you." If, you know what? I said it, they probably didn't sign me up, so no worries. Don't worry about it. I'll go. She's like, "Well, wait a minute. Let me see." And so I waited, and like four minutes go by. She comes out. She's like, "Look, uh, I talked to my manager, and 
It's totally cool. We can make space for you. <laughs> womp, womp, ba Motherfucker. So maybe I didn't go into this movie with the right mindset initially. Yeah. But, but why weren't you excited about it? Because I remember everybody getting caught up in the fervor. It was a big deal. Uh, you can uh, turn on an entertainment show or, or website or magazine. There was just without... something about it. It wasn't... Even the the public the, the publicity on this movie, mm-hmm. it just didn't speak to me. It I really just got, didn't look like something I was really into. I got caught up into the technical stuff because, you know, I, lo- I love a good special effects yeah, movie. And uh, I love animation. Well, and this a special is kind effect of... without a story. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a story here. Happy birthday, by the way, George Lucas. Oh, is it his birthday? Yesterday was. Oh. Do we still own the uh, Twitter handle, George's Goiter? Yeah, I think so. We should, uh, that we've done nothing with. Well, we should wish him a happy birthday from his Goiter. <laughs> happy birthday, George. <laughs> happy birthday, Goiter. <laughs> you think he does a little role-playing with it and like, pretends like, oh, what did you give me this year? <laughs> he wraps the presents to himself. Well, it could be cancer. Oh, it's a scarf. Maybe it's, <laughs> it's a scarf. That's so funny. Uh, uh, yeah, so... Follow us at George's Goiter on Twitter. <laughs> I totally forgot that we had that. Mm, never forget. Um, so, Avatar. Avatar. Yeah, by the time... 2007? By the time the movie was over, mm-hmm. I was so ready for it to be done. Aww. I didn't enjoy it. And I'm sitting next to this guy, um, Mark Walters, who runs uh, BigFanboy.com, another oh, yeah. site here in town. And, uh, you know, great guy. Love talking movies with him. Love nerding out. He was one of the organizers of like the Dallas Comic Con and stuff before it got bought out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he's got his own con that he started back up again. Uh, but I was sitting next to him, and one of our, like a mutual acquaintance came walking over after the movie was done and immediately goes, so what do you think, Oscar? And like all I could do was roll my eyes. I had no, I, I, I did not think this movie was going to get nominated for like <laughs> best picture, maybe best special effects. Sure, oh, of course. But best picture, I was like, no. I've seen this movie done, I've seen this story Two or three different times yeah. and done better yeah. story wise. Dances with Wolves. Dances with Wolves. Disney's Fern Pocahontas. Gully. <laughs> yeah. Disney's Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Um, so many movies. And it cleaned up at the Oscars that year, didn't it? it? It did really well, except it got beat out by a far superior film, The Hurt Locker. Oh. Yeah. Are you, I can't tell if you're being facetious. No, 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 or not. no, no. no. I've Hurt never Locker seen it. Was my, like, the, right after oh, I watched that's that movie. Right. Because that was, was a big like, controversy. That is the fucking that is movie of the year material. That's that right. is so good. Directed by his ex-wife. Yes, that's a little uh, little twist in the knife in there. Isn't oh it? my gosh! But she deserved it, man. Catherine Bigelow made a fantastic fucking movie. She's a great filmmaker. Um, Strange Days. Did you ever see Strange Days? I have not. Oh wow, with Ray Fiennes. You should check that out. That's right up your alley. It's totally nerdy. Oh okay. Yeah, I'll add um, it to the list. Two thousand nine Avatar. Um, not even a decade yet. Uh, and we're going to have like three more decades of Avatar so films. when's the next one supposed to come out? I have no idea. Well, they keep pushing it. It was going to be... Of course they do. It was going to go up against uh, Last because Jedi. what movies are James Cameron going to... What's he going to cannibalize to make this next one? <laughs> He's going to be like, I need to find a story that I can copy and paste. Right. Dude, I have no idea where this story can kind of go from here. And frankly, I don't really have interest in these characters. What? Let, let me see. What Disney franchise can he could he rip off? To make this next movie, hmm. so this one was kind of like Pocahontas, Pocahontas, yeah, um, or Dances with Wolves, right? So this next one conceivably would have to be like either Waterworld mm. <laughs> or uh, or The Little Mermaid. There you go. It'll like be either idea. Waterworld or The Little Mermaid mm-hmm. that he's kind of ripping off. So it's like an Avatar chick falls in love in with water. Him. She wants. She, oh, she wants to be a human. She wants. To, she. That's what it is. Yes. She wants yeah, that's to right. Get the Zoe Saldana character wants to be human. Yeah, maybe that's what. And so go. can they make human avatars? I mean, and then she goes to Earth and she gets lost in a mall. Even- <laughs> 
But even that's got to have like you. They're gonna have to introduce like more alien races, like mm-hmm. for four more movies. Yes, and then there has to be another element that they try to get, and it's gonna be called like hard to find them. Can't can't, can't get them. Can't, <laughs> can't get them. <laughs> <laughs> not, not gonna not gonna not gonna get them. Really tough to mineite. <laughs> it's. So it's laughable when he says unobtainium. Yes. Here, this is what we're after. This little material, this unobtainium. <laughs> and I understand that that may be a, a word that's invented for a, a material that is unknown. I feel to like humans. the way that it plays out and the way it sounds, yeah. it sounds like it was like a phrase that was just thrown in the script. It feels like a placeholder. And, yeah, exactly. And it's like, okay, we'll come back to it. We'll come up with some kind yeah. of cool name. FPO. But they never did. Mm-mm. And so eventually Cameron was like, just, 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 just say unobtainium. <laughs> And in fact, doesn't he say it like in the coverage? The camera coverage is on it and not on him. No, no, it, no. It's, it, it's on, it's it's on, on him, him when he yeah. says it. He looks oh, right that's the a big mistake. It says unobtainium. Like, Why? It's called it better? unobtainium. <laughs> well, he doesn't break the fourth wall like that. But uh, <laughs> that's what Avatar Two could be kind of like Ferris Bueller. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Skipping school. The, the Navi. How about Giovanni Ribisi doing? They could make a Christmas one, and it could be like Feliz Navi Dog. <laughs> You've been holding on to that joke all the last two weeks since yes. we've been teasing this yes, episode, sir. haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, Giovanni Ribisi doing his best um, Paul, Paul Reiser, Reiser from, from Aliens. Yeah, basically playing the same character. Yeah. Just kind of the mean corporate guy who's cracking <laughs> the whip. Again, it felt like James Cameron went to an old script and went, ah, let me just copy, yeah. <laughs> control C, and then brought the cursor over to the Avatar script and control V'd it. But it you like, know what? There we go. It's all in the execution, Joe. And, and at least, I think maybe you can agree with me here, that, that the guy knows how to execute a film. If his script is ham-fisted, which it is, uh, exposition is horrible uh, in his writing. It's he, really bad, but really bad in this one. Like You could tell the one. dude has been out of the game for a while yeah. and was like, uh yeah, I think this is how this goes. <laughs> well, and he's using these devices to to tell backstory, to to fill in the the, the plots, and one of them is like the video diary that uh, that Sully, Jake Sully. It's such a fucking cop out. It really is. And, and there's another scene in there where uh, the the kind of nerdy guy, the nerdy scientist guy, who's also uh, an avatar, and the, goes the, in with the him. guy that was in Dodgeball. I yeah, can't, yeah. I can't remember his name. I don't now. know his name either. But like they're they're quizzing him on. Uh, you know they've got the little uh, futuristic iPad there with all uh-huh. the the Navi faces on it, all the people and the the upper tribesmen, uh, and he's like, "Who is this?" Quizzing him, quizzing him, and then uh, what is it like their their spirit god or whatever that they pray to the tree? And there's a really awkward. You don't know who Zahali is. It's only the thing that they worship the most, <laughs> and that they build all their. Oh, okay, thank you, thanks, Captain Exposition. Yeah, everything is. I mean, not just the exposition, but everything, motivations, everything is spoon fed. Like mm-hmm. I feel like James Cameron is plugging my nose <laughs> until I open my mouth and he's just shoveling spoonfuls of like here it is here's yeah. Pandora love it they, they do kind of hit you over the head hey remember that that load lifter thing that Ripley uses in Aliens yeah well we made a really big version of it <laughs> and we're gonna have who, the guy who's obviously the villain of this movie is gonna be hanging out and like driving it around now do you know he's the villain of the movie Joe because you know he's he's got a lot of gray area like you know like you, his hair you sim- <laughs> his temples <laughs> you sympathize with him damn I'm disappointed that that actor didn't get cast as Cable are you? I think he would have made you a great You think he would have been better than Josh Brolin? I don't know better. Josh Brolin will be fine, but he's, that guy already fucking looks here, like Cable. Here's my problem okay. with them ch- picking Josh Brolin. Uh-oh. Josh Brolin's Thanos. Already. We already have him. He's already a, a character. Well, but dude, Why does Marvel. he get to be two different characters? I don't know. I mean, Deadpool's kind of Marvel. There I love how the, the end of Deadpool is fucking on uh, one of the crashed fucking helicarriers. What? 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the final battle in Deadpool. That's right. That's right. I forgot about yeah. that. From, from Captain America. From Captain America. Presumably, right? The Winter Soldier. Captain's yeah. got to teach stuff. <laughs> Captain's got to teach stuff. Oh, dude, let's talk about that. Uh, before that's a we... much better sci-fi <laughs> film for us to talk yeah, about. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians, Volume 2. What can we say without spoiling it? Uh, that it's awesome. It really is. And I feel like it's just as good as the first one. Uh, uh, if, if not a tad below. but And the only reason I say that is I love how the first movie brought all of these characters yes. together. Added yes. one on one, this and that's one, why I prefer the first one yeah. over the second one. This one, they all got paired off. It's like Rocket's going to be with uh, Nebula, and uh, Drax is going to be with uh, Mantis, mm-hmm. and then of course we got to have uh, uh, Neytiri from yeah. Avatar. That's right. <laughs> She's going to be by herself because Kurt Russell and Chris Pratt are going to be yeah. hanging out can together. Go have father son. Um, have a literal catch. I dude, that part got me a little bit. <laughs> of course, that part kind of got me. I was what like, and people in the theater started like laughing. There were some people that were like laughing like it was hilarious, and I was like, that's kind of sweet. It's clever, like, but I, yeah. Um, here's a, a couple of things that I had problems with in that movie. Okay, are we talking about Guardians of the Guardians Galaxy of the still? Galaxy? Okay, um, and this might be spoiler territory, guys. No, so. I had a little bit of a problem with everything that they had been through in the first movie mm-hmm. that suddenly like we run into this weird manufactured like static between Rocket and, and Star-Lord where they, they were kind of having problems with each other. And oh, like, right, yeah. We should be kind of over this right I, now. I feel like that was all kind of dealt with in the first film and then we regressed a little bit. Yeah. It's a lot like uh, Home Alone. You remember me talking about in Home Alone uh, 2 where they basically just... Um, uh, everything that poor Kevin had learned Don't by the ever other compare <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. It to that really piece is of just shit. like yeah, Chris Pratt is just like little uh, Kevin little McAllister. Kevin Ar- I was going to call him Kevin Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong Kevin. Oh my god. Uh, no, so there was that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, <laughs> I felt like they used the music a little more organically in the first one. Yeah, fellow- the second one, like someone straight up says, "Like, hey, you got any of that yeah. that Earth music that mm-hmm. Peter loves?" Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's... I mean, it was still cool, but... Are we to believe that other alien cultures don't have music of their own? Yeah. Like, it's special to uh, to Earthlings? Uh, and they start off the film with it? We got a nice little dancing Groot sequence? And Kurt Russell's reveal as to, like, what he did mm-hmm. that and, uh, eventually caused the rift between him and Chris Pratt. What was the reason for that? Like, we never really got a lot of motivation for that. I was we, waiting for Other than the fact that, yeah, that he did it, but... Why? Just was that ever because explained? they said that was the only way he could keep himself from coming back. That's and I was like, "That's pretty flimsy. It's, flimsy. it's yeah. super flimsy." Mm-hmm. And I just, I just didn't like how like matter of factly he did it. Yeah. Now I could understand like we're talking about a dude who's like millions of years old, and so maybe that's just kind of the way he sees it. Yeah. Life comes and goes, but that would be uncharacteristic to how he handled everything else so right. far to this point. Yeah, and he's so nice to his son, um, the chosen one. Yeah, so that that part bothered me. You were what, the chosen one. What? And <laughs> again, you were supposed to bring balance to the force. <laughs> uh, all right, so things that I loved about it. Mm-hmm. Are we still I talking love, about Avatar? No, we're talking about Gar- <laughs> because there's nothing in the list of things I loved about. Oh. It. The special effects were good. Yeah. Um, no, in Guardians, the things I loved, I loved that they brought the old Guardians in, and that was the character played by Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Ving Rhames. Uh, Michael I, Rosenbaum. I tell you, as a as a non fan of the comics, not that I'm not a fan, just unfamiliar with that uh, that backstory, I was left kind of confused, and that felt a little pandering. That felt like uh, when they squeezed in uh, the two guys from the Cantina into Rogue One. <laughs> oh God, yes! Like, oh, we're just going to bump yeah. into them. They just happen to be on this planet too, causing havoc and See, trouble. I I find that that's pandering because yeah. everyone knows who those characters are. Yeah, I didn't really feel like the old Guardian stuff. Yeah. was very pandering just because. 
who the fuck know other than being like like big comic book fans? Yeah, no one really is going to know who those people are. Well, true. Okay, well then that's less egregious than maybe the the multiple Howard the Duck appearances. That th- there's would, no excuse for that. I would agree with you if it was like it's fine if, if it's if an they, after credit sequence. Spent like a whole like scene with him. Yeah, but it was if just there was a, a quick, reason. It was to just show a quick him. open. Yeah, I know. It was all right. Uh, I'm I'm okay with that. Again, it it felt like a little bit of fan service, but um. I'm a fan of the first one, so but, but have at it. can we at least agree that they definitely let James Gunn make his movie? Yes. I th- I feel like this was definitely James Gunn's movie. It didn't feel like Marvel was putting too many of their too many fingerprints on it. Mm-hmm. Um which was surprising to me. I figured with it being the sequel of a movie that ended up being a smash, yeah. that they would try to take the uh, well, take the wheel a little bit more. I think maybe they learned a little bit from Edgar Wright, the uh, Ant-Man debacle. Yeah. Uh, and they don't want to lose good directors because um, they're going to keep cranking out these movies and they're going to need the, the next generation of John Favreau's and uh, Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> really? <laughs> the next generation of Kenneth Branagh? <laughs> I, I, he, the Thor movies director. have been the, the least... Performing, but that has more to do with the characters and the stories. I still thought, think it was a, a nicely directed. I think they they made a good call in getting like a, a Shakespearean. Really? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. You know what? I would agree with you if majority of the movie didn't take place like in an old like <laughs> backwoods town, right? Diner in a diner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that was suddenly you lost me with the Kenneth Branagh thing. I I don't I like Kenneth Branagh. Okay, I I guess <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, He's great. It's it's hard for me to go back to the Thor movies and really point out things I really liked about it because there there aren't. Yeah. This new one looks Natalie like it's be pretty great. Cat Dennings Kat is funny. Dennings. Mm-hmm. Another. Yeah. Um, and that scene. So Avatar. Avatar. 2009. Um, Joe, when did we all sign off on Sam Worthington as being the next hotness? I don't know. I'm trying to think of what his first movie I think that I saw him in was. Was it Terminator? No, that was came the, out after this. Was actually. it after this? But I feel like like the same year. Oh, yeah, no, he did, like, rapid fire, like, a bunch of movies. I know, that's what I'm saying. He was the big lead. He and, was uh, in Clash of the Titans. That's Oh, that was the other one I'm thinking what of. What was the first movie he did, though? Like, you want there me was, to look up his... Uh, yeah, look up his... His, uh, his IMDb. Yeah, his... There, you can just click that. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Joe, for telling me how to use my own devices. Hey, man. Clash of the Titans, Terminator Salvation, Wrath of the Titans, Avatar 4. I'm trying to think Avatar of... Avatar 3, oh, Avatar 2, Hunter's Prayer. I'm trying to think of the first movie I saw him in. Oh, dude. I don't know. He is kind of every man, but maybe a little too every man to the point where there's not really anything special about him. And and it's hard for me to. I kind of felt like, you know what it feels like. It feels like he sold his soul to the devil, and um, and we all have to suffer for it. <laughs> no, but he just became like the the big overnight sensation. And uh, I think America's maybe lukewarm on him, there which we is one we haven't seen him. In. Terminator Salvation was the first movie I saw him in. Two thousand nine, same year. Two thousand nine, and then Avatar came out after it, and then he did Clash of the Titans, and the debt. <laughs> Good God. Big, I don't know, man. Big year for him. He um, He's fine. He's okay. I mean, who wants to say that about their lead actor in this multi-billion yeah. dollar franchise? He's serviceable. You know what? It's not like Avatar didn't make its money. Oh, my God, did it make its money. I think it made like a billion dollars worldwide. And uh, yeah, to the point where they're making theme parks. Isn't it? Was it Universal Disney. Studios or Disney? Disney has Pandora now <laughs> oh, as part right. of Animal Kingdom. In Animal Kingdom. Well, I guess when they've already got dinosaurs there, you might as well just fucking just, just extend it to a to mythical just aliens beast. Yeah. And unobtainium. <laughs> Giovanni Rabisi needs a job. Uh, like have him come out, be a tour guide. Um, all right. So I thought Sam Worthington. The, what now? Okay, so Jake's story is mm-hmm. he's he's paraplegic. Yes, and been injured. His brother was supposed to be a part of this program, and actually was a part of the program. I think right. He had uh, he had a twin brother, 
uh, who uh, had been training for this. They they grew an avatar. Uh, you know, did a little uh, embryonic stem cell research, I guess. Uh, grew an avatar based on his DNA, yes. which is why it looks like him. Uh-huh. They're twins. Uh, and then I guess died in some sort of horrible accident that they never really addressed. They didn't really address it. It's all kind of part of the prologue. It's And it's not important because what's important is that we get Sam Worthington in there. Yeah. We've made him paraplegic so that way when he gets in his avatar mm-hmm. and he's able to run, yeah. we get to we can milk that for a good 10 minutes <laughs> yes. of like, look at him running. Yeah. Look at him running with blue Sigourney Weaver. I was running. I really still need somebody to splice together the Forrest Gump run with the get out run. Oh God. <laughs> I need somebody to splice those things together. Uh, I bet you somebody's some entrepreneurial video editor's done that on YouTube. Yeah, right. We'll find it. Um, so yeah, we get that wonder of like, oh my gosh, I've got a body now. Mm-hmm. And I, so the rule is, your consciousness transfers over to this other body. That's right. And you can keep your real physical body alive. Yeah, they're in a little tube uh, on a, in, in a remote space station, and uh, it's like your your consciousness is in the cloud. It's being transported. So if, you're, but if, you're, if your body dies, mm-hmm. like if someone kills you and you're in a Navi or whatever, mm-hmm. like you die? Yeah, yeah. It's not like your soul gets transferred. It's just like, a, it's, it's, it's just a Wi-Fi signal, basically. You're just, you're, it's, uh, your body's the internet, and uh, the avatar is uh, a laptop. So when they first announced it's this movie... It's a horrible analogy. Yeah, it is, it's pretty bad. But you know what? It's a horrible movie, so it's okay. It's not horrible, they, Joe. No, it's pretty horrible. It's pretty bad. What's horrible about it, though? By the way, 83% of critics on Rotten Tomatoes and 82% You're of audiences. Right. You're right. And I'm not saying that that's an end-all, be-all, but it was certainly it's a... It's the popular vote. It's the popular vote. Uh, <laughs> Avatar's the... It's the Hillary. It is very uh, lowest common denominator kind of film. It doesn't challenge anybody. It doesn't challenge you... Uh, it's it's gorgeous to look at. I'll give you that. It's gorgeous to look at, but the story is so like if you've it's got good. this, you know, the, this beautiful movie to look at, these groundbreaking special effects, yeah. and you're going to just make it wallow in a really subpar story. It's rudimentary. Well, the the story itself isn't really subpar, right? Like the, these are this story was kind of based on Joel. History. You've got characters in this movie that are like bad just for the sake of being. Bad. Okay, well, now you're just talking about characterizations being two dimensional, which yeah, again, the the colonel like doesn't have a, a the colonel the Giovanni Rabisi character. They're like just, they're mowing down parts of the forest, and like the, Sam and or not Sam, Jake and and Zoe Saldana are trying to stop them. They see them on the camera, and they're like, "Oh, dude, hold on, wait, there's some Navi there. They'll move. Keep going." And he pushes it. He's like, "See, they moved." Wait, wait, what? Yeah, like a- they made this whole big point about how their relationships, like they need to make sure that they maintain like civil relationships with the Navi. Right. But then at the same time, the military just keeps trying to provoke things with them. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the mission and why are the worst possible people in the world in charge of this? <laughs> like you would think that there would be five or six different diplomats that would be in charge of what's going on well, in this I, mission. That's, that's the role that Sigourney Weaver is playing. She's there for the science, right? She's trying to communicate. She's got a little Blinded school. me with science. <laughs> uh, had a little school where she was teaching uh, a young Natiri. Yeah, yeah, and we find out later that uh, her sister was killed uh, in an accident. Yeah, everybody's, accident. everyone's siblings get killed. Yeah. Everybody's that, siblings are dying. That's true. That does happen. Yeah. Got some issues. Uh, I have some issues with um, some of the science, speaking of science, that uh, I don't think holds out in this film, Joe. You don't think so? Well, one of them, uh, so they, they, they're they on this they're on this planet, right? And we, we see it. It's got several moons. It's called Pandora. It's Pandora, but it's kind of like a... It plays all the music. It has all the music. <laughs> it's got a nice little playlist going. Open up your Pandora. Alexa, 
Play me some Navi. Yes, Joel. <laughs> and uh, at one point, the they're going to fly through uh, what they call the Hallelujah Mountains, right? And it turns out they're just like these little floating islands, floating rocks in the sky. Yeah. Um, okay, you know, there's some gravitational anomalies on this but planet. But like people aren't floating randomly. People like, aren't floating. It's somehow affecting rock and earth and water, by uh-huh. the way. Yeah. There are waterfalls that go up off of these floating. Uh, yeah. But Joe, where's the water coming from? It's coming from the soul. It, you know what? You know what's going on. It's not really water. Oh, it's just an illusion of water. Is it a metaphor? Yeah, it's a metaphor for the the tears the, that will be shed, the thirst mm. that this movie leaves us. It leaves <laughs> us wanting. It's dry and horrible. Do you and remember? Desolate. Do you remember hearing the stories of like people who were going into depression after seeing this movie, like and getting addicted yeah, to the, being because in this, it's horrible in this world? <laughs> no, I got. I did. I do. I do know what you're talking. And about. then realizing that they could never go there. And going into a deep depression. That shame, they didn't, to... shame they didn't wait around, man. Yeah. Disney's Animal Kingdom. <laughs> they now got, we now have Pandora. That's right. Don't you feel fucking stupid. <laughs> what other notes do you have for this? I have... Uh, I'm a big fan of James Horner. He's uh, yeah, one of my you, favorites. You love music. You love a good score. I do, man. I kind of grew up and was raised on, on film scores, and, uh, and especially his. He's got a lot of good ones. Um, but I... This was, you know, rest in peace. I don't. I don't mean to speak. Wait, is James dead. Horner not with us anymore? No, yeah, he died in a plane accident uh, three or four years ago. Actually, it was uh, when we did our Titanic episode. Oh wow, he was recently deceased. Wow, it's check probably, out our Titanic episode from 2015. Probably because of this movie. Oh god, <laughs> well, he was recycling a lot of themes uh, that he'd done in far superior films like uh, yeah. Glory and uh, Legends of the Fall. Oh, Legends of the Fall was good. It's man. a little bit of that mixed in, and then there's some uh, some some semi. The racist like chanting because there's this whole Native American oh uh, this whole Native American motif obviously yeah um but to the point where he's not even trying like they're using bow and arrows and they wear the same garb and it's like you're not even I find it hard to believe that on an alien planet he just starts using Last of the Mohicans music that's exactly I mean what the fuck West Studi is one of the voices in this movie <laughs> that's exactly right yeah so I uh, couldn't even really hang my head on the on the music a little disappointed in that no. What, to you, mm. besides the visual effects, what was the most impressive thing about this movie? Uh, I mean, that is the most impressive thing about this film. It was, yeah. it was groundbreaking in its techniques. Um, and, and just, I, I do appreciate, you know, James Cameron, he goes into this whole thing when he's making Titanic about how, how he, he got addicted to, to underwater, you know, diving and taking those little pods down mm-hmm. and uh, exploring the depths of the oceans. And, you know, there's a lot of translucency, or what do they call them? Um, you know, like glowing fish. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What do they okay. call that? There's a name for that. I don't... I'll have to look that I up. I don't know. Fix that in post, Jeff. Glowing fish. Yes, there you go. Uh, and he uh, he said, what if there were a planet that, that kind of had this... The plankton. The, the, the fauna and flora behaved in that similar manner. So it is very visually creative. Um, and I kind of give it a pass for being so long because it is I was fun. about to ask you about that, about the, the running time on this movie. Well, just in, in certain scenes. It does get long at the end, especially when we all know where it's going. But, um, damn, I, I do kind of enjoy watching them fly around on those winged beasts and the... When they they linking they take their, their dreadlocks, they take their fucking USB port and they put it in. <laughs> that's right. That's so weird. It's a little weird, uh, and it, it gets even weirder when we find out that um, that's also how they that's make how they love. have sex. I was yeah. about to say, like, so, like so is he fucking his dragon <laughs> that he's riding? That's exactly the little horses. Uh-huh. And then they have that whole thing where like they come back to the village, mm-hmm. and her father's like, "Did you mate with him?" Mm-hmm. Like awkward. So they they constructed like atomically anatomically correct. Like yeah, stuff like, like he he I, gets I I, I mean he yeah. gets boners it's, like it's, 
<laughs> well, if in fact that's how they uh, mate, we don't actually see. Well, it's weird because the, the Navi are still a little mammalian. Yeah, but they're blue and they're cats. A little amphibious too. The way their their eyes are kind of on the sides of their heads. Yeah, too. yeah, they're like catfish people. Catfish, baby, catfish people. puppy, baby monkeys. Oh my god, puppy, baby, monkey, rubber, baby, puppy, monkey. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh shit! You know, yeah. I I I feel bad, and I was telling you this. Like, it's I I'm not proud of when I come on, and I'm like, you know what? I didn't get a chance to watch this movie again. But at the same time, man, I'm glad I did not sit through this fucking movie. Again. It's it's hard to watch in in 2017. Uh, once you're, you know, we have more visually appealing films. You know, technology has come a long way in the last eight years, um, and we're constantly being amazed uh, by what we see in the cinema. Uh, and I'm sure Avatar two will look f- even better. But but I'm but I'm kind of over it. It seems like a, yeah. <laughs> we live in the er- we live in this era where we have movies with like really creative concepts, like Colossal. You know, we've, yeah. we've got differing opinions on that movie, but I think the one thing we can agree oh. on is the fact that wow, what a cool like at least new story. It was like trying a, a, something new, a fresh idea, exactly. And you know, you, I mean, you've even got like your franchise films, like your Captain America, your Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Even though these are big franchise films, they still manage to do stuff to kind of keep things fresh. You would hope that something like Avatar, something like what James Cameron put together for this movie, that he'd been working on for years, yeah. would have something a little bit... More to say. A little bit more to say. Would be his magnum opus. Be a little more fresh as far as like the ideas go. It's kind of sad when like the, the, most, the, the film that has the, the strongest message is Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Or The like, Abyss... Yeah, even the abyss. I is like great. the abyss a lot. Now, now, do you like original ending or you like yeah. uh, no, theatrical? I like, the, I like the. I like the the. Well, I like whatever I saw in the theater. Oh, okay. So oh, the theatrical, not the ending. director's cut. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I guess that's a consensus, isn't it? I I, I think so. That's that's the movie I enjoyed. <laughs> I, no, I like I like the abyss a lot, and I think that's a movie a lot of people forget about. Um, Coming soon to an episode of the ending. The abyss. I don't have a whole lot here. Well, I don't have a whole lot to play with because I feel like I've let my I've shown my cards so early. I know, and, and and you're right. There's a lot to hate in this film. Uh, but the thing for me that I think is is uh, is most disturbing is it kind of continues this this kind of trend of uh, you know the, the the white savior like we saw it in in uh, the aforementioned uh, Dances with Wolves, uh, and I remember in the Tom Cruise Last Samurai. It never really sits well with me. Yeah, when. You know they're or trying to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> there you go. When they're trying to talk about oh how great the civilization is and they're really doing they they respect the animals and the land right. How'd they find this place? Uh, hey, I don't know. We'll really get to it. Like it's it's twenty one whatever, and we have space exploration, and we found a planet that that is hospitable, kind of, I guess. Except everything there wants to kill you yeah. and eat your eyes for jujubes. Uh huh. Exactly. As the colonel tells. And them. like the people don't trust humans. Yeah. But they know that we're harvesting like. Fake bodies that humans inhabit seems a little little weird that they would let that go on. Yeah, but again, they're just like, what uh, if someone did that with us? Uh, oh, uh, like, like like a superior alien race came and uh, just started. Hey guys, we're just going like, to take over this small corner, like invasion of the body. We're going to teach you our language, yeah, um, and we're going to create beings that look just like you, except like the we're arrival. Rem- we're remote controlling them from our spaceship hovering this- above your planet. Not creepy at all. <laughs> <laughs> See, I rest my case. Uh, you've, you've got something there, but but to me, it's still like the underlying message that um, you have a great culture, but what r- is really going to bring you to the epitome of your greatness is to be more white. Is when the white man shows up, and he's going to be the best version of you that you can be. But you it's know what? To, to have the best of both worlds, to have our cake and eat it too, mm-hmm. we're going to have the white man 
fight against the white man oh, yeah. to defend the blue man. Because we, we have simultaneous white guilt and like superiority complex. That's right. Yeah, it's so weird. And you see it all play out in the middle of this movie. Where it's, yeah. It's like, wow, James, what, what the fuck are you trying to say? Tell us how you really feel about the military-industrial complex. Or just blue people. <laughs> the blue man groups. That would be awesome. Instead Avatar of James Horner, the group. Blue Man Group does the fucking does soundtrack. Does the score for it? Oh, that's oh, great. Oh, yes. We get to Gonzo. Uh, is a <laughs> and Grover. Grover. And Cookie Monster. All, yeah, all the blue characters. Uh, yeah, and we'll get Eiffel 64 or we'll 65. We'll Yondu. Play. The ones that did the I'm Blue. Oh. <laughs> Da-ba-dee-da-ba-da. It's impressive that you remember the name of that band. Slash sad. <laughs> Hashtag sad. <laughs> but of, of, of all the things that I've mentioned that uh, that kind of run me the wrong way, Nothing is more um, offensive to the eyes and the soul, Joe, uh, than seeing your subtitles of your multi-million dollar uh, lifelong, you know, your passion project, your magnum opus, Uh and you fucking pick papyrus font. That's right. That's installed on every Mac (sighs) since 1998. Are you kidding me? They spent so much on other shit. I was infuriated, Joe, when I saw that he was doing that. that. I thought it was a joke. Bullshit. That's Bush. (laughs) Bush Lee. It kind of is. Like, didn't somebody? And that's the problem. James Cameron doesn't have any any anybody Soul. to tell him. He doesn't no. have heart. Uh, I think he's got heart, but I think um, he's also kind of an asshole simultaneously, and he's not going to let anybody tell him how to make his uh, his films. Which, I mean, you know, the guys had success after success. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, but yeah, I'm curious, Joe, about Avatar two. You think we are you? I mean, this movie's going to be 20 years old by the time it comes out. I know, but uh, and you, like we went through that. The what's his name? Sam Huntington. Wor- Sam Worthington. <laughs> That's right. We went through Goodwill his Huntington. IM, his IM, <laughs> hunting season. Good Sam Huntington. We uh, we went through his IMDb and like it still shows like there's three other movies that are supposed to be coming out. Yeah. When? When? <laughs> the people who have shared the people that can't <laughs> space balls. <laughs> The people who cared about Avatar are all dead now. <laughs> like there's, like there's no one who cares about Avatar. I mean, I, I showed this this movie to my mother when it came out on video. Yeah, she loved it. She was like, "I love this movie." I'm like, "I think it's a piece of shit." She's it's like, crowd, "Well, then leave the DVD because I'll keep it and watch it." And I gave that to her. She's gone now. Mm-hmm. So that was it. That was the only <laughs> Avatar fan I knew. Oh god, that was it. Oh. Yeah, it did seem like uh, a, a lot of a lot of people. Um, we're going to the theaters to see this that maybe hadn't gone to the theaters in, in quite a while. Yeah. I mean, movies aren't quite their thing. That They uh, they wanted to be taken away, whisked away to another world. And uh, it was successful on that It's amazing, that though. It's amazing just to see the movies that have come out since then mm-hmm. that have opened people up to other worlds and, like, things that are... I mean, we keep going back to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. The way that they've, like... You know, they, they jump from planet to planet in that first movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of cool, different scenarios and and locations and the second one you know they kind of they kind of hop around a little bit but ego's planet yeah like that's gorgeous it's beautiful the entire film is beautiful <laughs> yes we should just call it start into the galaxy volume two episode i mean we, we slash can. avatar we can mm-hmm. but we shouldn't no. we should be more responsible james cameron should be held responsible yeah. oh. i am so sick of movie fans and you're kind of doing it too you're giving him a little bit of a pass well and he doesn't deserve it because well i mean it's it's a successful film, right? It's but not, that doesn't mean it's a good movie. It doesn't mean it's a good movie, but even though it's Twilight lowest, is a successful film. <laughs> all right, but that's that speaks to a particular. It's Twilight isn't nearly as wide reaching uh, as as Avatar turned out to be. And you know what? We keep betting against James Cameron, and he keeps pulling out blockbusters until until I'm proven otherwise. Uh, maybe 
there's a reason to look forward to Avatar Fast 2. Fast and the Furious are the highest grossing movies when they come out. Touche. Me familiar. <laughs> yeah, well, that's all I got, bud. That's it? Yep. All right. So what did Avatar do right? It's it's easy to say, but the the visual effects. This was a a, uh, a visual effects extravaganza, and um, man, they they made a lot of technological leaps filming this, uh, and it really kind of led the way for maybe better films. For a lot of stuff that future. we get to see now, but at the time, certainly groundbreaking. And and even as I was watching it here in my nice forty two inch plasma, uh, man, it, it really pops. We get it, Joel. <laughs> You've got big TVs with great HD. What lie. reception? What do they call that? Um, definition. Definition. There you go. You got such great definition. Oh, thanks. Man, I've lost so much definition. I've been working out. Sitting in my new car, and I'm like, oh, my belly. Is oh so yeah, big, I gotta bro. see it. Um, sorry about that, by the way. That you had my to belly. Buy a new that car. my belly's so no, big. No, no. That's. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Too. Told your last one, but it sounds like you got a cool little it's a cool car, man. Ford I've got Explorer. Bluetooth escape. I love that. It's Isn't an, that great? another escape. I'm trying to make an escape. Uh, <laughs> if you like pina coladas, behold. Uh, All right, so I agree with you. Uh I think what Avatar did right was the special effects, the the visuals. Mm -hmm. Um, But the problem is that it's also a downfall in my in my respect. I don't think it's the worst thing that this movie did. It overshadows, but I think it's the fact that like when we introduce a new character or new a new creature or a new effect in this movie, Mm -hmm. we go on like a ten minute ride where we we get to like consume that special effect for way too long. Yeah. They and that's part of the problem. Like if you were to just cut this movie down to the story beats, oh. it's a, an hour and a half long. Forty five minute maybe. Yeah. yeah. But because we end up just fucking James Cameron self masturbatory yeah. like twenty Pandora porn. sequences. It it goes on forever. Porndora. Um that said, what did Avatar do wrong? Um uh, again, I might go with the music. I'm a little disappointed. Uh, a, a, a great score could have kind of elevated this a little bit, um, and it kind of left me feeling flat. And maybe that's me. I'm easily manipulated by music, um, and so which is why E.T. is one of my favorite films. So good. That moment so at the end. Oh my! You know God. when you when you've got I'll Steven right Spielberg here. recutting and retiming your, his climax around this piece that you've written. Man, uh, and Avatar. Avatar had an appropriate score. It was a B minus score for a B minus film. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, what I thought Avatar did wrong, not so much, and I know I beat up on it with the story, um, but it's the characters, the one dimensional, the one dimensional characters. Yeah. It it takes a movie like this and it just kind of lays bare all of its faults. And when you sit there and you can't identify with any of the characters yeah. because they're all just caricatures, they're. <laughs> It's like something that you just get off the back of a Cracker Jack box. And dude, even our hero, like right off the bat, Sam Worthington, the minute he finds out that the Colonel and Giovanni Ribisi <laughs> coming to NBC's this fall. Colonel and Giovanni. <laughs> In the mornings on 91.1. Unobtainium. Unobtainium. FM. Yeah, so when he finds out that what they're up to, like, his first impulse is like, yeah, well, what are we waiting for? What are we wasting time for? Let's start. And he's immediately like colluding with them and showing them the plans. He has no conscience. It isn't until he starts having attraction to, uh, to you know, n- nature. The Zoe Saldana. The Zoe Saldana. Uh, that uh, he starts to have a little bit of conscience, and that's a little unforgivable. It's too late, yeah. Like, really? You, off the bat, even uh, fucking Finn. 
you know, once he put on that stormtrooper outfit, he couldn't bring himself to to slaughter those poor That's right. innocent folk. You're right. And meanwhile, you're just like giving up the plans to the Death Star. And it's not just that; it's also stuff where like Natiri is it her father or her brother? I can't tell. Like keeps trying to attack Sam Worthington. Yeah, like oh, he's just pissed at Jake all the time. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, guys, like. Does it have to be like this, that it's just straight up, like, confrontational right off the bat? Yeah. Like, here's something that would be new. What if, like, the brother is totally cool with Jake yes. through the whole movie until the shit happens with the humans, and we maybe turn the whole thing on its ear where, like, you know how she got pissed at him, too? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe maybe we do that with him. And, like, you know, what's so wrong about having a character that's, like, understanding? Right. And kind of gets what's happening. I'm going to give like, him a chance. Wait a minute, Siri. He's being mo- he's being manipulated by the people that he's yes, with. Yes, and because if anybody should be cautious, it's the the girl who like whose sister was slaughtered by yes. these humans when she was young. Like, yep. why doesn't why is she so willing to just like accept him and be and train him in the mm-hmm. ways of her people? Right, mm-hmm. but then but then she she gets her moment where she feels betrayed. Yeah, you know, although uh, impressive job doing the uh, the motion caption acting 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 she wasn't just uh trying to be a human you know the sigourney weaver's acting like sigourney weaver yes right? she all, is all the humans look like the zoe humans. saldana definitely does some shit that you've never seen her do yeah when she's doing the mocap she's for Natiri. very animalistic and she's doing these primal screams and ah you know she's kind of she's she's very uh animalistic there's something about like the way the natiri look though and or the the navi look mm-hmm. and it's like mm. Their torsos are a little too skinny and long, yeah, yeah. and they're supposed to be like ten feet tall. <laughs> that at the end when she's fighting against like the dude in his robot yeah. outfit, and she like saves Sam Worthington, and yeah. he's just like he's like tiny. <laughs> she's <laughs> you almost want to be like her thoughts are like this is the dude I've been fucking. <laughs> I could fucking crush him with my legs, man. I have that thought constantly. <laughs> this is the dude I've been fucking. It's a little weird. Yeah, do, Joe, do you think if your consciousness were put into an alien body? You could all of a sudden start to find that alien attractive, attractive, and, or would but, it just be a like, weird anomaly? But it's like it's the Beauty and the Beast thing, Joel. That he finds her beautiful on the inside. I don't. I think it's kind of a fetish. And so that <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I think it's the ultimate violation of, of the people. Of, yeah, like literally. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna take over your tree. So that's why her, her father's like, you did what? Yeah. You, you, you wait. Mm. He's not even a real person. With this and hissing. This and. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome if instead of the Navi, Boss it was Nest. just the Gungans? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't mind seeing them slaughtered if that were yeah, the case. Yeah, no, that's that's true. All right, so if we were going to remake mm. Avatar today, you recast this thing. Yeah, share with me what you've done. I only did the, the, the I did five. I did my top five because um, you could go to some of these tertiary characters, but yes. uh, let's stick with uh, the, number five. The lowest one on my totem pole is the the Giovanni Ribisi character, the uh-huh. kind of the smarmy politician who's only in it for the for the unobtainium. Sure, and the cheddar. Look at all that cheddar. He says at one point. Uh, so pay, played by Giovanni Ribisi in this one, in my version. How about Topher Grace? Love it. Uh, from Spider-Man Three, I like and that, yes. that '70s show. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's he can he can and, be smarmy and other stuff. Uh, Doctor Grace Augustine. That's Doctor Jones, lady. <laughs> played by Sigourney Weaver in this one. Uh, I actually th- think she did a pretty good job. She could have been uh, what this movie did right. Okay, and if I can't you say so. I can't take credit for this recast. Uh, this was a Jenna pick, but I thought it was brilliant. She went with uh, Susan Sarandon. Oh, I like Susan Sarandon in that That's role. Good. How That's about a good that? pick? Uh, feel free to jump in here if any. If the well, no, moves. no, no, no. It, it's no I feel like it would be so 
artificial <laughs> if I were to throw down some like recasting because I was very transparent. No worries. I didn't watch it. It's all right. I, I, I admire you for sticking to your scruples. You should. You should admire me. Colonel Miles. Colonel Mustard. Who, <laughs> uh, in the library with the rope, <laughs> uh, who was played by the guy who looks just like uh, Cable. 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 Yeah. But he's not playing Cable. Uh, but another Marvel superhero. How about uh, Hugh Jackman? Hey, playing that role. That'd be pretty good. He knows a thing about being military. He's I, he's worn that same outfit in five films now. I think it would be awesome if uh, to see Hugh Jackman as a villain. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, in Logan, I guess we did get to see him play a villain. No, but... Well, no, but he's still a good guy, yeah. even though he's decapitating tons of pedestrians. No, I'm talking about the evil Wolverine that he fights oh. against at the end. Oh, right. Because yeah. that's him too, right? Nega Wolverine. Nega Negarine. <laughs> Negarine. <laughs> Ask your doctor if Negarine is right for you. It sounds like it's going to help me quit smoking. Like you and I should be in bathtubs in the front yard. <laughs> exactly. Negarine. Riding on one of those uh, bicycles made for two in slow motion in the spring while butterflies flutter around our heads. Natiri, played by Zoe Saldana in this movie. Uh, how about Mila Kunis? How about Mila Kunis? We'll get her in some mocap, doing some uh, some acting. I'd like that to see a blue, good. a tall 10-foot blue Mila Kunis. <laughs> And of course, uh, the the human, the only human who could ever reach me, was, was Jake. Some Sam Worthington. <laughs> but in my version, be played by, of course, Joe Golev, the Everyman. You can see him with a little bit of a military background. Yeah, He'd on a that. bicycle. Mm-hmm. Well, no, would, would he it's be, called a wheelchair? Would he Joe. be a paraplegic? A would he be paraplegic again? Oh, absolutely. Would you play that that whole storyline up? Um, see, I felt like we didn't need that. It's a little forced. Like huh? the Navi already have like natural athletic abilities mm-hmm. that are. That surpass humans, so we didn't really need the the paraplegic aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Well, well, you know what? It comes to play in the climax because it's like you know, here's somebody who he was helpless. He doesn't have the physicality, but he has the soul. He has the spirit in him. And when he's just, given the abilities, I think he's able to do good. That's part of what this movie does wrong, though. Yeah. It's just it's trying to do so much. I agree. They need to refine the story of this thing. Well, maybe instead of James Cameron. What if we got J.J. Uh, Abrams? It would immediately be a better movie. Of course. It would he, be a way better movie. He's just going to take all of our franchises and make I like to think that if J.J. Abrams was on the set for this, he'd have been like, okay, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, why? Why What's are you doing this? Yeah, maybe tone it down a little bit, Giovanni. You don't have to be so evil. <laughs> we get it. You're playing to the back of the room. Got it. We, yeah. we, we got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's right. my recast. Well, if you got any thoughts about how you would recast Avatar or thoughts about what we've had to say about this movie, if you would like to defend it... Uh, Go ahead and do that on our Facebook page in the search bar. Uh, put in the editing bay that's going to bring up that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's us. That's where you can talk back to us. Let us know what you think. And if you've got ideas for movies that you'd like for us to look at in the future, uh, you can go ahead and put in the those future, there. In the future, Marty. In the future. You can go ahead and put those there as well. Uh, we've also got a website, Rachel. We sure do. It is editingbay.com. If you want to go there, you want to find out uh, everything Editing Bay. You know, what's our Facebook page? Links there. How do I subscribe on iTunes? We have a handy little link there for you. What is our Twitter handle? Well, I'll tell you right now. Twitter handle is at the Editing Bay. And if you follow us, you're always going to know what movies we're talking about next week. Um, in fact, I uh, let's see. Yeah, by the time you hear that, it'll already be on Twitter. Uh, so all you folks in the know, uh, I have lots of listeners who are jealous of you right now. Uh, I don't even know what's going to be going on next week. It's well, a, we're in a time uh, warp. Warp again. First, you put your hands on your hips. <laughs> um, okay. Well, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. We just recently lost an actor named Powers Booth. Uh, to which I said, "Who?" Exactly. Which I was like, "What?" Uh, if you've ever seen Tombstone, he played Curly Bill Powers Booth. Austin Powers. O T H E. 
There you oh, go. Oh, I know this guy. Yes, you do. You know him. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I loved him. Passed oh, away. Oh, he was in Sin City? He was in The Avengers. He was. I didn't know that. But, uh, World Security Council. Powers Parker. Booth did a movie with Brandon Lee called Rapid Fire. What? Did we do this already? No, I've never heard of this. I don't think we did Rapid Fire. Uh, it was the movie that Brandon Lee did before he did The Crow. Oh, which is and, celebrating its 23rd uh, year anniversary. Yeah, happy anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, but Powers Booth plays a cop in the in Rapid Fire um, who is basically taking care of Brandon Lee while he's in witness protection. Oh. Um, how, so you, how young is Brandon Lee in Brandon this Lee's film? probably in his 20s, in his like mid to late 20s. Oh, this is prime Brandon. Yeah, it is. Prime Brandon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would like for us to check out Rapid Fire. Starring Powers Booth and Brandon Lee. Oh, for let's next do week. it. It'd be a nice little tribute to I him. don't think it's on any streaming services, but That's I've got to check. Um, but yeah, guys, next week we'll be talking about Rapid Fire. Hey, if you've got uh, a couple minutes, we'd love for you to go to your podcasting app on your Apple device and uh, leave us a rating and a review. Five-star rating and a review there uh, would be awesome. If you've got an Android, you can use the Podcast Addict and Podcast Republic apps to uh, subscribe to us through iTunes there. Um, I think that covers everything. I'm starting to lose my voice completely. So I'm kind of cutting it down. I appreciate you. Uh, Jeff, thank you very much. Joel, always a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. We'll see you guys next week for Rapid Fire. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.